0: Hey everybody, Steve here, Local Level Podcast. I'm sitting here today with Kevin Ng. He is a specialist in microscopic dentistry and uh, he is owner of Molar City uh, in Chicago. You can find him six, uh, 40, 4620 Northwestern and uh, you can learn more about Molar City at MolarCityChicago.com. Um, Kevin, it's a real pleasure to have you on. Hey Steve, thanks for having me on. Definitely, be here. definitely, yeah. And we we had a really good conversation um, uh, about a week ago when we first spoke before this, uh, this interview here and, um, you brought up a few, uh, really important, you know, points. I mean, when people think of dentistry, obviously mm-hmm. it's really hard to social distance when you have somebody, uh, working on your mouth, you know? <laughs> oh yeah.
1: yeah. There, there's no such thing as social distancing in dentistry. You know, we are actually in your personal space most of the time when mm-hmm. we're working. You know, let alone social distancing. Definitely, so it was really tough. Yeah,
0: yeah, and you know, I mean, one of the things about dentistry, I mean, like you know, people's cavities don't go away just because there's a shutdown. You know, you need work done. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the yeah. biggest pains that you have is is uh, tooth pain. I mean, it's unbearable. So um,
1: yeah, that's that's correct. You know, most people describe some dental pain as worse than giving birth. You know, I personally have no experience with that, but right, you know, I, I can I can believe them when they they tell me.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean it's, it's I uh I'm actually when we were talking, it's crazy. I, I just finished a round of um antibiotics because I had a uh a uh oh, yeah. temporary filling done a while yeah. back. I was supposed to get like the full thing and I never got around to doing it because it, it seemed fine. And then obviously right. uh right when there's no dentist available, uh it flares up with an infection. So I uh that, that's, the, that's that's the best time to happen. Right. Right. It always <laughs> happens. happens like that. Exactly. What yeah. That called? Like Murphy's law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It it, uh, it definitely uh, always strikes when it's uh, the worst timing. But uh, thankfully, now it's OK. So hopefully uh, when when we get back to business here, I'll be able to get that taken care of and everything. But um, yeah, as far as your business goes, tell us a little bit about how you got started. Um, you know, when did you open up? I know that it it's uh, fairly recent. Right
1: yeah so I started my I'm Canadian actually so it okay. took me a while to get my green card um I needed a green card to get a loan you yeah know, basically to start the practice it's quite a pretty penny there right um but I've always wanted to start my own practice so after getting my green card i was everything was sped up you know i I, I found a location I, I built it out you know got all of that done within a year so I opened last year in the summer um in Lincoln Square yeah um, And, you know, for the last six years when I was working with other people, you know, for other people at other offices, I really fell in love with the concept of microscope dentistry, um, being able to do uh, dentistry through a microscope. So most dentists nowadays, they have their loops, you know, which jewelers use as well. You know, um, it's a magnifying glass on your glasses. um, And just it magnifies the vision anywhere from two and a half times to maybe four and a half to maybe six times. Okay. Um, and obviously it makes us, you know, it, it lets us do our job easier. We can see much more um, with that um, than without. So we're doing a much more precise type of dentistry with our loops. You know, that's why we're headed that way. The yeah. you know, microscope is kind of the next step on top of that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the you can go anywhere from four times uh, magnification to 25 times, anywhere oh, wow. from there. So, you know, as you can imagine, we can get a lot more precise with doing that. We can see a lot more, you know, we can see a lot more Mm -hmm. uh, initial problems when when the cavity is still very small. We can see that much more clearly. And a side benefit of that, uh, I discovered was you can um, attach a video camera to the microscope and take pictures. Um, and just the conversation you have with the patient is much easier when you take a picture that is blown up like this of their tooth, and you're like, oh, you see this little spot, you see the tooth next to it, there's no spot there. Yeah. Well, that spot's actually a cavity, you know. So I felt like, educationally uh, speaking, it allows the patient to, you know, kind of jump on board with what's going on with their mouth. And, and, sure. and that's what really caught me um, with microscopes in dentistry. Because um, I can be more of a collaboration with yeah. the patient. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, That's always a better, a better thing with any type of work that you have done. You know, any health related thing. I mean, to really yeah. have that understanding of what's going on, so you can make an informed decision. Um, exactly. And I feel like most
1: people are, you know, a lot of my colleagues saying, you know, if, you know, most people don't know what they're looking at. I kind of right. disagree. I feel like if you explain to them this is what you're looking at, everybody will be able to get what is proper what's not improper you know yeah they can get it i think our patients are smart enough and they have sure abilities to really understand what we're doing it's not that complicated to say right
0: well you know it uh, don't don't sell yourself short you know it definitely is complicated (laughs) i couldn't do it but um or i can't i you know if i went to school for uh as long as you did maybe i could but uh um it's uh it's definitely uh uh an important thing i mean I, i like i like the fact that um when we were talking before that you're incorporating more technology and uh, using technology in a way to kind of, like you said, educate people. And um, so tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, the way that you set up your business as opposed to, you know, kind of the old ways that people did it. You said that there's some kind of designs that you um, did when planning the space and you know, all that. Can, yeah. can you go over that a little I, bit for us?
1: Yeah, pretty much I designed the whole concept around microscopes. You know, mm-hmm. um, I have a TV on the ceiling um, that is broadcast, that is connected to the camera so I can broadcast a live feed of what I'm seeing. So wow. if I'm seeing something interesting on the first exam, you know, um, I could say, hey, you know, Steve, look at what I found here on this tooth. You see this dark spot? Yeah. You know, and you can look it up. Like, you know, you're lying back and you look <laughs> right. up at the TV on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, I see that. You know, okay, look at the tooth next to it. You don't see a dark spot. You know, while the dark spot is maybe just a piece of food stuck there you know Mm -hmm. so or maybe that's a cavity whatever it may be i can show you take a picture um show you um if you don't want to see it that's fine as well you know we can always play netflix on top there so it never goes to waste the tv on the top there but i feel like setting up my rooms i also set my rooms up for more privacy you know we were going on a trend with dentistry more open concept all the rooms were kind of in the open Mm -hmm. and all that was between you and the patient next door was a cabinet, you know, but all the sounds and all the, sometimes even the smells can, you know, transition across the rooms. Yeah, Um, And that's where we were headed. Mostly I didn't really like that trend. I um, made all of my rooms more personal, you know? So if we wanted to, we can actually close the door and have like an enclosed space, you know? So none of the sound from the other room will travel over to our room. None of the smells, none of the, you know, the screams, the emotions, the yeah, the emotions <laughs> basically coming from the other room will yeah. come over. Um, and I think that, you know, because I'm always discussing the patient's treatment in the room, I think that uh, element of privacy is a lot better and it's a lot more appreciated, you know, because I don't want to be talking about your cavity and having the person next right, door be right. able to hear it. Sure. And so I really set it up that way. I feel like it works really well hand in hand with the microscope because, you know, even though it was on the ceiling, I don't want anybody else to be able to see it. Only you, right. Right. You as the patient. Mm-hmm. Um, so I built up my office from the ground up with those um, things in mind and, you know, it turned out really nicely. Um,
0: yeah. And
1: well, as of the pandemic now, you know, not having an open space is actually better for sterilization of the room. So, you know, whatever, you know, things that happen in this room, it stays in this room and I only have to sterilize, you know, focus on making sure this room is sterile, you know, because, you know, if it's all open, then it's hard to sterilize everything. Yeah. You can't do it all at once.
0: You got to kind of contain spaces so you can uh, keep people safe, especially, uh, I mean, yeah. it's 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 great uh, uh, that that you had that in mind before this happened because um, that's going to allow you to kind of transition and, and protect people, keep people safe, yeah. and probably open faster than the other people would. So um, that was a
1: little bit of. Luck,
0: I yeah. guess,
1: there <laughs> because I just wanted private rooms, and I guess private rooms are better now. Definitely,
0: <laughs> definitely, and yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing that comes up for people in people's minds, you know, the, the, one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on is this is something that that uh, people have to have a relationship with a dentist throughout their life. You know, it's important for yeah. health. I mean, oral health is so important for overall health. So cool. you know, um, you know, it's 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 um, it's something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, how we're going to move forward, uh, you know. I mean, I know that there's a lot of uncertainty right now with the the pandemic and all that stuff, and there's there's guidelines and things are constantly changing. But from what we know yeah. right now, um, yeah. we know that uh, it's a, it's an airborne thing. So, when yeah. when we were talking before, you know, when you're in in the mouth, you know, and you're drilling, you know, there's uh, like you said, aerosolization. Air, is it aerosolization? Is that how you say, yeah, say it? Yeah,
1: we produce certain types of aerosols. So initially we were very concerned about that because almost everything we do in dentistry involves around the mouth, you know, and people are saying, Hey, just by talking or sneezing or whatever it may be, you know, you may spread this uh, virus. Yeah. Coronavirus. Right. Um, you know, and, 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 and it makes sense, you know, if you're working within six inches from someone's face for an extended period of time, it, it, it does make sense. You know, um, fortunately we haven't had, Really, I haven't heard of too many transmission cases from a dental office. Yeah, Um, but it is definitely something that we're you know trying to address. We're concerned about you know, and and we're trying to move around that. You know, see what we can do in that that space.
0: Well, you you know, aside from the fact that you like you said, you have separated spaces, which is overall a good thing, a great thing. Yeah. Um yeah. you're also implementing some other things. You you said that you uh are going to have uh, air purification and vacuums. Can you tell us yep. a little bit about what your plans are? Yep, so we are going to have surgical grade air
1: purifying, so we're going to change over the rooms, you know, a certain amount of times uh, an hour um to hopefully catch the viral particles. Um uh my UV light arrived recently oh, wow. and I have that on order. Everything was on you know, taking a long time to get here but we have a uvc light you know and we're going to turn that on between patients um and keep it on for half an hour so so how does uh, that work kills- can you tell us how that works a little bit basically the frequency of the light kills or disables a lot of the particles the, the viral particles or bacteria particles um you just turn it on and the frequency of the light does the work <laughs> for yes yeah. yeah yeah um, well, the- but you just need to give it time um mm-hmm. You can't just turn it on and, oh, okay, everything is clean. Right. we got to wait, you know, and it pre- some some of them produce ozone, which, you know, is not the best to breathe in. So we don't really want that. So that's why um, when we get back to work, it will take a bit, you know, we won't be able to see as many patients as we once did. You yeah. it will take an extra, you know, if I see a patient for an hour, I'm going to keep the room sterilizing for an extra hour, you know, wow. whereas in the past, you know, we would sterilize it for, you know, 10 minutes or so, you know, wipe down everything. um And that was good. Yeah, because we weren't dealing with an airborne particle Mm -hmm. back then. You know, we were more concerned about bloodborne pathogens. You Mm -hmm. know, HIV, um, stuff like that that could be transmitted through the blood. And with that, you know, we we just have to contact all the surfaces that we need to, and then give it a few minutes, and then we're good. You know, airborne, it's a different game because we have to, you know, change over the air, and it's a little tougher. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's difficult. We haven't gone fully to airborne uh, uh, protocols yet. Um, That is uh, a step of uh, an order of magnitude higher. Um, But we're kind of right now straddling, you know, like right in between almost to the airborne protocols. Um, But, you know, it is definitely... We are doing a step more than what we did in the past
0: yeah yeah and 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 also you're you're probably doing more with between the uv and the air purification and all the things that you're kind of uh planning i mean that's a step more than a lot of people probably are doing anyway you know um yeah yeah oh
1: yeah one more thing that i was about to mention i ordered a kind of we call an extra oral vacuum it's kind of like an exhaust fan nice that we can—it's a vacuum on the end of a hose that we place right next to the patient's face, and it's a constant suction there. You know, so any you know aerosols that we may generate, yeah. you know, will hopefully be caught by this suction machine. Yeah, uh, at least ninety percent or more of the you know is basically when you cook and you're you know you put your exhaust for sure, hood yeah, what you're cooking—it kind of sucks it up. So that's basically the, the gist of it, and hopefully. That will reduce the amount of viral particles that are spread amongst uh, around the room, and then the air purifiers will catch the rest. And yeah. That will definitely put us all at ease. You know, we don't know if it's absolutely necessary yet. You know, CDC guidelines, ADA guidelines have not deemed that as uh, necessary as of yet. You know, And I doubt that they will deem that as a requirement. But yeah. Right or you know my patient's peace of mind and also my staff's peace of mind and also myself you know it, of course I, I thought that was a logical step
0: yeah. to take yeah yeah it makes perfect yeah. sense and I mean it's it's you know there's already so much stress surrounding a, a dental <laughs> visit, you know, uh, to have that extra yeah. layer of it on there. That's, that's pretty rough. I mean, it's going dis, to uh dissuade dissu- dissu- <laughs> people uh, from going there. So um, having yeah. that, having that little extra uh, layer of security is definitely a good thing. And it's a smart thing for you to do as a business owner. I, I, and um, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, well, you did bring up, I mean, for, for, for your staff and for yourself, it's very important because, you know, you're dealing with people, uh, regular, you know, strangers, a lot of times, you know, people coming in and going. So, you know, you need to protect yourself and your staff. Now you were saying, um, that, uh, it's, uh, it's been kind of hard, uh, until now to, to get the, the, uh, necessary PPE and all those things. Uh, can you, can you talk a little bit about that and how that's been going? Yeah,
1: it is actually still hard. Um,
0: some of the PPE
1: that I ordered many months ago have, started to arrive. So mm-hmm. that's good. Um, other PPEs, I've got a few of that, but not enough to really, you know, get a full schedule going. You know, the basic PPEs like the N95 masks that I have a couple of, um, but it's still actually really hard to get them. I've got a couple of sources. They haven't come through yet. Yeah, um, I guess, you know, I, I guess it's the same throughout the States. You know, it, it, it's tough to get the N95 masks. Um, a couple of the gowns that I've had um, have just arrived. I believe yesterday. So, you know, we're going to all cover up where our gowns, you know, cover all, you know, every inch of our body, you know, make sure and then, and then change the gowns for every patient, you know, Um, this this is something that we didn't used to do before, you know, only when you do, uh, you know, an intense surgery, will you kind of gown up right Right now we're going to gown up for every patient. So I'm happy that those have arrived. You know, I'm still waiting on, you know, the, the, the exhaust fan, the suction the extra oral suction that I, right. I mentioned earlier um and the air purifiers have been shipped so hopefully they'll come within a week nice um so we're, we're we're getting there we're getting there but it's nowhere near um where it should be and also some of the ppe that we can get are 10 times the cost that it was before
0: that's yeah that's one of the things that that, that comes up with people i mean you know you can you can find Uh, Some listings for things, but they're like ridiculous amounts of money for this stuff. Um, Yeah,
1: it's just how much you can pay for it. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's tough for us as a business. We've been closed for a couple of months. We don't have the income to spend another 10 grand on PPE. Of course. You know, most of us aren't in that situation. It's really tough.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's yeah. all around. And, and I mean, if if there's anybody that really, really is uh, in need of that, it's it's, uh, you know, somebody like you that is in a close, confined uh, space, you know, within that personal bubble. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, you, you'd be there. Yeah. I would assume you'd be the first people that they'd be trying to get that uh, to because, uh, you know, anybody I mean, that's
1: any, fun, fun, funnily enough in, in the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, in the beginning of the lockdown, I would say, you know, sure. mid March, something like that. I gave away more than 50% of my PPE to oh, the hospital. I man. was like, oh, here you guys go. Because I, I, I didn't think, I didn't know it was going to last this long. I thought when, by the time we opened, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be back to normal. I can get my PPE easily, but you know, that's not the case. But, you know, I don't regret giving it away. It's, it's, it was the right move. Um, it's just a little harder <laughs> for me to get the PPE Yeah, of course.
0: Back. Yeah, I don't think any of us expected uh, really how, how, how uh, you know, deep this was going to kind of uh, cut. Um, but it, 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 we are moving in the right direction. Uh, it looks like the numbers are going down, you know, today is, uh, um, you know, the, the, I guess the Illinois restriction, uh, the stay at home order has been lifted uh, officially today. Uh, so that's great. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a, a difficult thing. I mean, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that will be kind of um, apprehensive to to go out and do these things, especially things that aren't necessary. Right. Um, you know, right. if, you, if you're if you're going for a a, a cleaning, for instance, you probably yeah. I would assume most people would probably hold off on that. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, down the road, though, from the uh, the dentist uh, uh, perspective. You know, what are the, uh, the effects, what are the repercussions for, for holding off on dental work? Can you walk us through that a little bit? What do you think, uh, you're going to be seeing, uh, happen?
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of times we see when people neglect to see the dentist for a while, um, through their own will or because they can, just cannot come yeah. <laughs> because of the pandemic, um, we see some broken teeth and definitely some infections, yeah. um, yeah. Infections take a long time to brew, and we never know when it's going to bubble over, basically, and, and turn into pain. Um, but it always seems to be the most inopportune times that that happens. <laughs> exactly my situation,
0: yes. But uh, So
1: I'm expecting quite a few, uh, you know, maybe some broken fillings you know, maybe some need for root canals, you know, maybe some people who have, put, you know, they know that they have a bad tooth that it should come out. They've been kind of putting it off and then now all of a sudden, yeah, you know, the pandemic happens, you can't take it out and now, oh man, it's, it's really starting to, to hurt. Yeah, uh, I, I'm expecting to see a lot of those things. Um, you know, my patient population actually is doing a great job keeping their, you know, on top of their oral health. I haven't really seen too many emergency visits. I have gone in maybe four or five times in the past month or so um, to address emergencies, but nowhere near um, as many emergencies as, as some other offices have seen.
0: Huh. Wow. Yeah. And uh, do, any reason do you think, what, what do you think the reasons are for that? You think it's just I kind of fear of coming like, in?
1: I feel like um, i really stress keeping good care of your teeth when you're here. Okay. I feel like that. I, I, I would like to think selfishly that that makes a difference. Sure. You know, of course it does. Yeah. I feel like as a dentist, you know, if you take care of your teeth, you know, and you didn't have any major dental problems before, mm-hmm. um, it, there shouldn't be any curves thrown in there. You know, you should be fine. Yeah. You know? And most of my patients, you know, they are taking care of their teeth and, you know, I just reinforce that. So I don't really see too much, you know, uh, uh, except for, you know, the trauma, you fell on your face by accident, you fell yeah. of bed and you fell on your face, you know, that's kind of unpredictable. You sure, of course that, you know, um, except from that, you know, most of my patients are, you know, mainly mostly infection free, you know, and, that's great. and I'm glad for that.
0: Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's uh, that's that some of the worst pain. I mean, I was, I was dying, I'll tell you. And I was really worried that I wasn't going to be able to get any type of relief. And that's like, oh, yeah. you can't do anything. Yeah. You're totally incapacitated. Yeah. I mean, it's like, Oh, just the worst.
1: If it gets bad enough, like dentists are, we, we, we will see you, you know, I have seen patients in pain during the pandemic, you know, because, uh, you know, professionally I can't let someone go around, you know, experiencing this type of pain for who knows how long, you know, at that point we didn't know how long it was going to last, you know, so, you know, if. Whoever had a dental problem, you know, dentists are out there who will take you and mm-hmm. who will see you. So there is some sort of relief for that. Um, it's mainly for the patients who are, you know, um, getting wanting to get you know, maybe their brace is done now, you know, now's not the time, right. You know, maybe something nears, you know, now's not the time. You right. Know? Right.
0: Yeah. 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 That makes sense. And I, I think that's just, re- you know, kind of just personal responsibility, kind of making those decisions. I mean, if, if something uh, is, is uh, important, you know, if, if you're in pain, obviously you need to go see the dentist, but you know, certain things maybe, maybe should wait a little bit to at the very least, yeah. keep your, uh, your, your capacity open for the people that are really in pain, you know, um, yeah, I think that would probably be uh, smart for everybody to kind of uh uh think that way. And um now uh as far as uh your uh business goes now, um it, when we release this like we talked about, you you currently will be open uh and uh accepting new clients, is that right? Yes, yes, when this podcast out, I'll be open again. Um we are still,
1: you know, as with most businesses, still kind of finding out what's the new normal. Right, Lazing of course phasing ourselves in, you know, working slowly, you know, as the restaurants are going to have a max capacity, they, I think they can only open outdoors if they have that space, yeah. you know, with a, a social distancing guideline, we're going to be doing the same thing. You know, we're not going to be seeing as many patients back to back, you know, um, as before, you know, we're going to spend extra time to make sure the room's sterile and not use that room until yeah maybe in the afternoon, you know, Sure. Um, sure. After, several, several hours later, um, pretty much slowing it down as such, and kind of finding our feet that way. Um, but we will be open, you know.
0: Um, and you can you can I'm, schedule. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I you yeah, know I mean see see my patients again. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and in, in, at the you know I mean you're a business owner, and uh, uh, to to stay closed for such a long period of time is catastrophic. Yeah. And that's uh, that's definitely something uh, that uh, that is good news that we're going to be able to get back to it. Um, so if anybody yeah. is uh, if anybody is you know kind of in need if they're in the uh, the Ravenswood uh, Lincoln Square area um, or the surrounding areas uh, definitely check out molar you can uh, you know learn more about uh, uh, Kevin's uh, place and uh, uh, you know get get some get some help Um yeah. Now I wanted to move on to the the economic thing that we we you know kind of uh, we're talking about before as far as um, uh-huh. you know being a newer business and uh, one of the things that you you brought up which was a good point um, you know you yeah. really built your business in a way where you didn't have a lot of overhead you didn't have a, a huge payroll you didn't have like you were trying to save money and be responsible <laughs> so you could put your yeah. money back into the business um, yeah. unfortunately for the pp. Uh, What what is it the um, The the, PPP? Yeah, the PPP. You know, all the things that you did, kind of.
1: Yeah, it worked against me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was funny. You know, like as a new business owner, as you said, I was trying to keep payroll low. You know, try to be responsible. Right. Um, I didn't take a paycheck. You know, keep everything that the business earned goes back into the business. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, it worked against me in multiple ways. You know, the PPP check was pretty low. You know, mm-hmm. my rent is high, you know, because I'm in Chicago. Right. Um, but my payroll, I was able, I was working by myself a lot of the time. You know, I was doing everything by myself, you mm-hmm. know, and just, and I wasn't paying myself. Yeah. You know, I was trying to be responsible and, and that in effect lowered my payroll, which was good. Um, but when it came time to applying for the PPP, um, I didn't really get too much help there. Yeah. You know, I did get something, which I'm very thankful for. You sure. Know, uh, something is better than nothing. Of course. Um, But, you know, um, luckily I was able to, during my build out, I was able to save some money there and I had some, you know, I was very diligent with my working capital. So with that being said, you know, I, I was able to withstand the couple months that we were closed, Yeah. but you know, the PPE, because it was based solely on the payroll, it really didn't help me too much.
0: Right. Yeah. And that, that's, uh, that's, that's one of the things that I hear from a lot of people. It's, uh. You know um, this this particular loan. You know it, it's forgived. It, it, you know it's it's only forgiven if you keep all of your employees. Um, you know and you know there's a lot of different stipulations where it yeah. it, it isn't just a you know a um, you know something that that's a loan. But uh, yeah. what what I find from a lot of people is that. The employees don't want to come back to work because they're scared, number one, a lot of times. Uh, And I would assume that, you know, that that goes for you because of the reasons that we talked about before. Um, Yeah. How has uh, that affected you? How are they coming around, you know, your employees, um, you know, with all the things that you're you're, uh, uh, rolling out? How is that working?
1: Yeah. Well, one last thing to touch upon the PPP, like I basically considered it as a loan. You know, I don't consider any of it will be forgiven. I'm just going to use it as a loan. It's just extra working capital for me. And I'm very thankful for that. Definitely. I expect none of it will be forgiven. You know, that's kind of my planning for the worst, which is fine. You know, it's still a 1% loan, you know, and it's very reasonable, you know, and you will never get a loan like this. Right, right. So I'm treating it as such. So that's, that's fine with me. I'm not complaining too much about that. Um, With regards to my staff, you know, feeling um, comfortable coming back. A lot of the stuff that I'm doing, you know, improving the systems, getting new equipment to make us safe is for them, you know? Yeah, of Um, course. I, I understand, you know, a lot of them are living with, you know, not... Not necessarily, you know, patients, but maybe high-risk patients, you can mm-hmm. say that, you know, high-risk people, you know, grandparents, you know, sure. young kids, stuff like that. I um, I understand, you know, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be exposed to anything at work and possibly bring it back home, you know. So that's why I'm also taking it slow um, to, to reopen, you know. They'll come back when they're ready. Yeah. You know, I've shown that I can kind of run the ship myself <laughs> for the past year, you know, by myself. Yeah. I can do the day-to-day you know, and especially if I'm slowing down my patients, only seeing maybe three to four patients maximum Mm -hmm. a day, you know, I I can do it myself. That's fine. You know, I, I, I I guess I'm lucky enough, I guess that I don't have, you know, young kids living with me or older parents living with me. Um, You know, I can kind of do it myself like this and kind of keep myself isolated, which I have, um, and just kind of hold down the fort that way. You know, all my employees, I love them when, They're ready to come back and when we have enough ppe they they will be back you know right and and they will be excited to be back
0: yeah that's that's uh that's good i mean it's uh it's and i mean that's your team you know and and in order to have a a good good business uh your team has to be you know safe and comfortable and and happy and uh you know that's uh, it sounds like that's what you're doing um so uh that's great um now you know take to go a little bit away from just the business part of it and we talk about some of uh, the things that we were talking about before. We talked about something, uh, you know. We had a long conversation last week when we first uh, touched base. But you brought something up about game theory and how that applies to our situation right now about deciding what is right for our safety as far as you know, opening up or staying closed. What what's right for our economic uh, uh, thing, and and you know, just if you can lay that out for us, what you're talking about with game theory and how that relates to this.
1: Well, with the quarantine, I got into, I guess, mathematics and game theory. I just was interested in in watching and reading up about that. And I came across this situation in game theory. I think it's called the prisoner's dilemma. Mm -hmm. So I guess there's this, the story is this, you know, there's two prisoners, you know, um, if one of the prisoners, you know, kind of Snitch on the other, then the other prisoner who got snitched on, he gets, uh, say, eight years in jail. Right. Yeah. And the one who snitched on them gets nothing, right? Because um, if same thing happens, if you know prisoner B snitches on prisoner A, you know B gets free, goes free, and A gets eight years. You know, if they both stay, you know, they don't stay quiet, they don't say anything, they both get say one year, mm-hmm. you know, each, you know, because they both didn't open their mouths. Um, If they both snitch on each other, then they both get, say, four years each, you know, or three years each. You know, Um, it it was interesting in that, you know, there was what they call a Nash equilibrium, an equilibrium that will always be reached because it will always make more sense for you as a prisoner um, to snitch on the other person, even though we know that the ideal outcome for everybody was to every, you know, everybody keep their mouth shut and and just keep their head down. Right. Right. Um, Because if you work it out, um, if say you and me, Steve, we were the prisoners, right? If I knew, Hey, you know, if, if I keep my mouth shut and Steve keeps their mouth shut, you know, um, we both get one year, you know, which is fine, which is still serving time, but it's not the great, but we not the greatest, but we still get one year. Now, if I knew, hey, Steve's a stand-up guy, he will never snitch on me, you know, I'm going to be the one <laughs> to snitch on him, you know. Oh, uh, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, you know, possibly one year in prison or zero years in prison, right? I'm going to obviously say, hey, Steve, you know, I'm not, you know, sorry, you're a nice guy, but I'm going to snitch on
0: you, right? <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> and then I'm going to I'm gonna get zero years, and I'm sorry you're going to get eight, but that's the way it is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and once you realize that, hey, Kevin's going to throw me under the bus, you know, I'm faced with eight years, or if we both snitch, um, we both get, say, three years, yeah. we're choose three years. So then the equilibrium will always be reached that, you know, hey, yeah. you know, if we're acting in our own self-interest, we will always snitch on each other, right? And do what's literally what's in our best interest, which may not be in the best interest of, you know, right. overall. It's not you know? the,
0: yeah it's not the, 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 uh, the best of the, uh, possibilities, but it's, uh, it's right. It's not the ideal situation for everybody involved, but
1: it was the best situation for you personally. Yeah. It was the best decision that you could have made personally. And I just kind of felt some similarities to the current, you know, situation that we have, you know, um, unless we can get everybody to agree that, Hey, you know, we're going to put our differences aside. This is what we're going to be doing. And it's only going to be lasting for a month, maybe two, you know, yeah. and then everything will be back to normal you know, unless we can get everybody on board with that. You know, the equilibrium was going to always be, Hey, you know, everyone's going to act in their own self-interest. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and do what they think was necessary to protect their interest. you know? And that's, you know, that's understandable that that was game theory.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's uh it's, you brought that up and, and it, it it makes perfect sense and it relates, uh, uh, perfectly to this, the situation we're in. Um, you know, I mean, another thing that we brought up was kind of the culture of the United States and, uh, the way that we are, are very, you know, um, uh, individual right focus. You know, we want to kind of like, yeah. hey, you don't tell me what to do. You know, I'm a free person, right. which is which is great. It's one of the reasons why it makes our country so great, where we're able to come up yeah. with, uh, you know, innovate and you know do all these great yep. things that we've been able to do. Um, but it, it it ill equips us for uh, our current situation just because of the fact that you just laid out. Exactly. You know, the, the things that you just said. Um, you know, if we don't all exactly. get on board, which that's like herding cats. You'll never be able to do that. Right. Uh, our society just is right. not built that way. Um, right. As opposed to Asian societies, you know, uh, there, yeah. there's a big yeah. difference. And we brought that up as well. Um, yeah. You know, where, where they, they already kind of have this in their culture uh, as far as wearing masks and, you know, yeah. um, conforming and things like that is yeah. kind of built into the system. Uh, yeah. So, so the, it's a very interesting um, kind of uh, uh, experiment. You know, it, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of interesting things that we get to kind of see about the way that we run our societies. And I yeah. think that when we come out on the other end of this, it's going to teach us yeah. about the differences that we have and kind of what works and what doesn't. But um, where, sure. do you, where do you see it going? How, how do you, uh, as a matter of fact, how do you feel about what happened, uh, what's happening right now in, in China with uh, the Hong Kong situation, if you don't mind? What do you think? <laughs> well, you know, I'm pro-democracy
1: all yeah. the time. You know, um, warts w- and all, you know, democracy is not, you know, like nothing is perfect. No system is perfect, you know, but I really do appreciate the freedom of speech that we have in yeah. the United States, you know, and, and, and it seems like sometimes those rights are trying to be suppressed are, or, are, 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 you know, being suppressed over there. Yeah. And that's what makes America great. And that's why I love it, you know, because anybody... You know, you, you can have an opinion on everything all the time and you will not suffer any physical consequences right. for it, you know, in America, in America. And that's what makes America great. Yeah. You know, um, and it's just very sad what's happening in, in, in with regards to Hong Kong. You know, I think. I forgot who, but somebody determined that Hong Kong is no longer autonomous from China, you know, like yesterday like for all intents and purposes we cannot consider hong kong as uh autonomous from china now yeah and unfortunately i actually do agree with all with all the meaning behind it you know like hong kong is not free from china anymore you yeah. know like they're, uh, yeah you know they're you know they're influenced by them in a, in a very heavy way you know and you know that's 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 sad that's how it is yeah you know yeah i don't want to get too political there i'm not too you know into that, uh, you know, just from an outsider's perspective, you know, I do appreciate the freedoms that you know being here affords us.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's you know what I say with a lot of uh, with a lot of things is you know we we're so lucky to be able to have uh, opposing opinions and uh, you know yeah, voice that's what them. Makes America, great. Right. I mean, we're we're yeah, sitting we challenge here each other. exactly. Yeah, and that's healthy. You know, it's good to be exposed to other opinions and not just, you know, bubble wrapped, you know, Um, even if even if you're bubble wrapped in something that's good and it's like a a positive thing. You need to see the ugly. Sometimes you need to be able to see the ugly and say that's something right there. Identify it so you know that it exists and acknowledge it and acknowledge how good things are. Um, So I feel like like for Americans, that's what literally I keep saying this, but that's what makes
1: America great you know all our differing opinions how we challenge each other yeah you know in, in but in a certain way it also leads us to be ill-equipped to deal with certain situations you know this situation exactly. you know with the pandemic you know w- we were dealt with we don't know what the hell's going on right yeah know right it, you know, but we didn't know what the heck was going on it was a new new virus you know um and you know it's great for all the debate and all that we're having but you know sometimes you kind of have to act quickly, you know, yeah. and, you know, it just ill-equipped us to handle this, you know, uh, but it, it really, this is why our economy is so great. The American economy is great because all our different ideas are coming out and all yeah. our, we challenge each other to be better. And, and that's what makes our economy great. But for this one particular scenario, you know, that nobody saw right. you know, really coming, um, you know, it, it, it kind of worked to our detriment a little bit. You know, everyone was each doing their own thing, you know, everyone, you know, all the news sources were, you know, I was, I still am confused as what, what's going on, you know, what, what the right thing to do is, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, it, it is what it is, you know, it's life <laughs> it's the American way of doing things.
0: Yes. Know? Yes. We, we take
1: the good, good with the ugly, you know, right. Nowadays.
0: Yeah. You can't win all the time some sometimes yeah. you know you can't be prepared for every situation all the time you know i mean it's uh yeah. it's just not possible unfortunately but uh yeah. we we are lucky to um you know have uh have have uh, the freedoms to to complain you know and uh yeah. and, and and try yeah. to change things by you know getting involved and you know um uh starting a business and making decisions for yeah. yourself and going to work and you know building something from the ground up like you have and uh you know, that's, uh, yeah. that's, that's the best part. That's why I like doing this show, you know, because I, yeah. I talk with interesting people. Um, you know, uh, my, my, my main job, I, I, I speak with small business owners all the time for marketing purposes. Um, and I started this show because I was having these really great conversations with people, um, I- insightful conversations where, you know, you learn something every time. And I, I know that you're in networking yeah. groups and you network with people and, you know, yeah. you, you learn so much. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's something that I just, I had to, you know, I had to record it. I had to get it out there because it's, it's such valuable stuff. Um, and uh, w- one of the things that I've really realized through doing this is that we're, we're not so different. You know, we all come from different, um, you know, backgrounds and we have different experiences in our life. But, yeah. you know, overall, we all pretty much want the same thing. You know we we want you know health and happiness and you know uh um, you know uh, to 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 have uh you know family and love and you know uh, all that and you know that's uh that that it's something that a lot of times we forget that we are we we're all pretty much neighbors you know yeah amongst
1: all the bickering yeah we are we want the same thing you know it's like when you argue with your parents like we all want the same thing. They want the best for us. Right. We want the best for them. You know, it's it's the same thing. Right. Definitely. It's just different ways. We, you know, different ways of going about it, you know, and that's what, you know, that's why I like, you know, the freedom that we have in this country, because everyone is allowed to say you know whatever they, they're
0: thinking of saying. Definitely. You definitely. Know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, at some point, we're going to we're going to look back on this time and, you know, we're going to we're going to have uh, that that. You know that twenty twenty hindsight, and you know, say we could have done it this way or that way or whatever. But uh, overall, though, I think that we have a real opportunity to change some of the things that were broken. uh, Mm -hmm. You know, kind of uh, reorganize some of the stuff that we, uh, uh, you know, the approaches, especially with how we do business. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. working remotely, for instance, is something that uh, has opened a lot of people's eyes. Um, yeah. you know, the stresses of having to go into an office, uh, you know, and, and you know, not even really being as productive. You know, why? Why have that office? Why do you have to go and sit in the cubicle when you're doing the same thing, you know, at, at home and it's working fine? Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, there's, there's a lot of things that quality of life. I think people are really opening up um, their eyes to, You know, happiness, you know, what makes them happy, Mm -hmm. what is really important in life, you know, um, taking a step back from these crazy responsibilities all the time and having a little bit of room to breathe, I think, is Uh really refreshing. And it's uh, we're going to see some really great stuff. I really believe that, Uh, you know, when we get back open, we're going to see some really, really great stuff. People are going to be a little refreshed, I believe. What are your thoughts on uh, how how the world looks, uh, you know, uh, after we get back to it?
1: I think, um, one thing about America and I think as Americans, we will, this won't happen to us again. You know, we won't be caught with our pants down, you know, some, some great innovation and great things will come out of this, you know, and, and and that's, what's great about us that we won't let this happen again. And I'm sure about it, you know, um, we learn our lessons all the time, you Mm -hmm. know, and i believe some great innovation and, and, and other things will actually come out of this. You know, every time we have a setback in America, it great things come out of it. Yeah. You know, like lessons are always learned and, and, and that's, that's what keeps making us stronger. And that's why I'm very actually optimistic about, you know, the future, you Yeah. Know, this this you know, will just be a temporary setback, you know, um, we will learn our lessons and we will move forward and we'll be stronger, you know, for the next you know, worldwide crisis, I
0: guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope so. I, I, I tend to believe that we will uh, come out stronger and better after this. I mean, uh, you know, trials and tribulations are always kind of the, the you know, the way it goes, you know, you get, you get yeah. through it and you walk, you know, it's, it's about how you, uh, how you, how you keep going, you know, it's a perseverance right. through it. Um, unfortunately, though, there are those uh, people, and I'm sure you've experienced this, uh, that, that aren't going to come out too well, um, mm-hmm. you know, that are, are really uh, uh, struggling right now, especially businesses. Um, uh, it's actually funny where you're located. Uh, I used to live right down the street. So, you know, the, where, oh, yeah. where you're at on Western there. I, I was just, just a few blocks down from there. That's where I lived uh, a while back. And um, one of the places at the corner uh, of uh, Western and, uh, I believe, Montrose, uh, Jerry's Grill, is a um, is a diner that's been there since the 60s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't deliver. They don't do any of that stuff. But uh, they they decided they had to close down. And uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's a I really – s-
1: sorry for interrupting. I drove past the other day and I saw the signs, you know, unfortunately they're closing and, yeah. and, and, you know, it's a, it's a big hit, you know, it's, 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 it's really terrible. Like all these small oh, yeah. businesses, you know, me being one of them, you know, I think I'm going to make it out. You know, I'm very blessed uh, for that, but a lot of small businesses are, 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 are not coming out of this. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah. 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 And for, for, you know, just, just because, and one of the things that, uh, that, in the statement that the, the owner there made was uh, that, you know, that the world just doesn't have a place for this business anymore. It, it's changed and uh, they, they can't open because they can't social distance. It's a small little diner. They don't deliver. Yeah. They have very low cost yeah. on the food. It's a, you know, it's one of those places it's open 24 hours. You know, you can't, yeah. Yeah. you just can't. And uh, it's really sad because those are, those are some of the best places in the city. You know, those, yeah. those diners, yeah you don't see that anymore. You don't, you don't see it as much anymore. And definitely not after this, um, you know, that place where you could always go, you can talk mm-hmm. to the guy, you can watch him make your eggs at two o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and that, that's really sad, but you know, I mean, well, I, I think there's a chance for these businesses
1: definitely to come back in the future. You know, I don't think we will be destined to socially distance forever. You know, Americans, and people the world over, we need, you know, close physical contact
0: with yeah. people, you it's know, important. and I
1: think, you know, we will be ingenious enough to find out how to do that. You yeah. know, um, right now, you know, the Zoom meetings, everything is a nice stopgap measure, but, you know, nothing beats being next to somebody, you Course. Know, eating, sharing a meal, stuff like that. And I think we definitely will find a way to get back to that, you know, and definitely. I don't think it'll, it'll be as long as some people think, you know, I think it may be sooner than we think. Um, and I'm, I'm hopeful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. And, and, I, you know, I mean, we have to get through it. We don't have a choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, we, ha- life goes on. We have to, uh, we have to get through it and I think we'll, we'll, uh, we'll come out better for it. Um, as far as, uh, uh, your business goes, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I, I know that you're doing a lot of things and when this, when this does go out, um, uh once again I, I want everybody to check out if you're in the area, Lincoln Square area, check out um Molar City. It's uh 4620 Northwestern Avenue in, in Chicago. Um, and you can uh schedule an appointment um, or give them a call. Uh you can find all that information at com. Um and uh now is there anything uh that you'd like to uh leave the audience with? Inspiration or uh any any anything that you feel like sharing?
1: Um I feel like sharing, there's a recent development of mine with molar city. We have, uh, I have been bringing on, um, a partner, um, an orthodontist. Um, so he is a great colleague of mine and he specializes in Invisalign. So hopefully we can serve the market better, you know, so, um, he will be doing all of our Invisalign in molar city and he's going to be on board, you know, middle of June, end of June. So by the time this goes out, um, I think we'll be, you know, Working well together. So, you know, if you know great. anybody who wants um, to get a consult with Invisalign or normal braces as well, you know, uh, Molar City, we're going to have that as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. So yeah. I'm pretty
1: excited for that. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a great neighborhood, too. I, I, I really miss living there. Um, I mean, uh, oh, the Raven, Ravenswood uh, area, I mean, you're right there by the uh, the Brown Line as well. Um, so, I mean, it's, yeah. it's easy to get to, you know, it's a, it's a great place, uh, when we do get opened up, you know, there's a lot of great restaurants all over that area there as well. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah. a ma- make a trip, you know, go, go and, uh, go and, go and get a cleaning or something and then, uh, go, uh, <laughs> go have, go have some food. Um, but, uh, <laughs> Kevin, I, I really, really do yeah. appreciate it. I know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch. I want to, um, at some point, uh, do this uh, again in person. We'll we'll have you in person yes. uh, once we <laughs> you have the opportunity. But it's a real pleasure, Kevin. I appreciate it, and we'll uh, be talking again soon. Thank you, Steve, so much for having me. Take care. Yep.